0: Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper, a weekly NPR parody podcast in no way associated with NPR, brought to you in no part by the following parody sponsors.
1: The Republican Party Platform and Trump Properties Casino, Golf Resort, and Shrine, replacing all policy positions with the world's first fake golden idol honoring a fake golden idol.
0: The Very Little Liz Cheney Memorial for Very Little Republican Integrity. A very little memorial honoring the very little integrity of a woman who still supports the war her father manufactured, but still has too much integrity
1: for Trump's Republican Party. And Mitt Romney brand venture capitalism. If you're going to sell your soul, at least sell it for something more valuable than a Trump golf course. I am Dave. And I am Molly. And our voices lack in volume with the Republican Party lacks in everything but Trump worship. Our top story this week...
0: Dogecoin, a cryptocurrency started as a joke based on a dog meme,
1: tanked suddenly as a direct result of an episode of Saturday Night Live. That story once again. A bad economic market that started off as a bad joke based on a bad meme was badly damaged by a good joke on a bad comedy show that started off as a good comedy show.
0: For more on this, Barely Audible Whisper turns to our Bizarre Analogies correspondent. In
2: 2013, there was a popular meme which is like a whoopee cushion in that it's a not-that-funny thing that allows not-that-funny people to experience what it's like to
3: be funny. <laughs> it's the guy with his girlfriend, but he's looking at a different woman, and she's pissed. That's funny. If I share that, then people will think I'm funny.
2: The Doge meme featured a dog with fragmented thoughts in broken English because the dog doesn't formulate full thoughts, which is like Jimmy Fallon because it's not cute enough to simply be cute, but it's not funny enough to not rely on being cute. (laughs) If
4: I laugh at my own jokes, then the audience will laugh at my jokes, which means my jokes don't actually have to be funny.
2: (laughs) Coincidentally, as the Doge meme became popular, so did cryptocurrency, which is like Super Mario coins that function as skee-ball tickets that you can exchange for tangible crap at a specific arcade.
5: To invest my real money in this new internet money, which will eventually replace real money. So that when the internet money becomes real money, uh, I'll have even more real money than the real money I really lost because I spent my real money on internet money.
2: And so a couple of tech geeks started Dogecoin, a cryptocurrency based on the Doge meme, as a bad joke based on a bad joke, which would be like. Take my wife, please! No, seriously, take her. She's worth 70 cents on the dollar. On second thought, that analogy is technically comparing cryptocurrency to human trafficking, which would be like comparing Amway to slavery, which is like comparing gullibility to oppression, which is like being a white guy who accidentally went too far, which is like drowning in an ocean of not wanting to lose my job, which is why I'm going to go back to the whoopee cushion analogy. I'm very innocently asking you to take a seat, but don't look down! Okay. <laughs>
4: it sounds like you farted! Even though you didn't really fart,
5: that's gold! Really? Gold? <gasps> I'm going to be rich!
4: Uh, uh, gold, it's just an expression- Can I it, pay it you real money be-
5: to invest in this fart sound form of gold? Millions of people
2: would come to invest in fart sound gold because cryptocurrency is itself a bizarre analogy for the very concept of currency, in which the idea that currency is a human construct means that it can be replaced with any dumb construct, even if that dumb construct is a fart noise.
5: Coin is the future of financial currency markets because traditional currencies can be manipulated by bad actors. But coin is based on the algorithm and no one can manipulate an internet algorithm.
3: Ironically, if you believe no one can manipulate an internet algorithm, you will probably manipulate by an internet algorithm to vote for Trump.
2: Dogecoin became a particularly relevant, irrelevant fart noise when it got the enthusiastic support of insane billionaire Elon Musk, which would be like if the fingernail clipper industry tanked because of Howard Hughes.
3: Currency is just a construct And I should know because I really have so much of this not real thing that I have real control of real people's real lives because I really have real influence over the real value of this not real thing.
5: Wow. If a guy who has all the money doesn't believe in money, then money must not be real, which means I could have as much money as he has if I invest my money in not money. (laughs) But then Elon Musk
2: hosted Saturday Night Live, which would be like John Belushi ringing the closing bell with his samurai sword. And a joke about how Dogecoin is a hustle caused the value of a worthless currency that started as a joke to tank to its actual value of being a worthless joke.
5: You mean, coin is really as worthless as
4: Don't you want me, baby. <laughs>
0: An attorney for accused January 6th insurrectionist Anthony Antonio,
1: and yes, his real name is really Anthony Antonio, is arguing that Mr. Antonio, Mr. Anthony Antonio, cannot be held responsible for his participation
0: in the insurrection because he watches too much Fox News.
1: In other words, Anthony Antonio's legal argument is the only thing more ridiculous than the name Anthony Antonio.
0: For more on this, Barely Audible whisper turns to our ridiculously redundant names correspondent, Stephen S. Stevenson. Hello,
4: I'm Stephen S. Stevenson, son of Samson and Stephanie Stevenson.
3: Your Honor, my client, Anthony Antonio, is innocent by reason of ridiculous name.
4: Unfortunately for Anthony Antonio, the reason of ridiculous name was invalidated as a legal defense in the landmark case Moon Unit Zappa versus Paul Polly Paulson.
3: Your Honor, my client is not guilty by reason of he watches too much Fox News.
4: So Anthony Antonio's attorney argued an even more ridiculous argument, which he enhanced
3: with an even more ridiculous name. My client suffers from a condition called foxitis.
4: That's not a real condition.
3: Exactly, Your Honor. Foxitis is not a real thing, just like Fox News is not real news. Therefore, my client, who gets all his information from a not real source of information, has developed a not real condition which comes from really believing that which is not real. Objection! That's just psychologic. logic! Exactly. Fox News is an endless vortex of factless facts and logicless logic, viewers of which are stuck in a never-ending, constantly repeating circle of circular logic and contradictory principles until their entire worldview is just a warped amalgamation of anger and inaccuracy. 7076! Why else would my client randomly yell out 1776? Hunter Biden, Hillary's emails,
2: uh... Domain voting machines. Objection overruled. But your honor, using secular logic to defend secular logic is secular logic.
3: Exactly. The very concept of Foxitis is so ridiculous, you cannot help but become ridiculous by arguing against something so ridiculous, which is exactly how Fox News operates, which means Foxitis is a condition so ridiculous it can only be caused by something as ridiculous as Fox News.
0: The vaccine is a conspiracy
1: to sell more Band-Aids.
3: Therefore, something as not real and ridiculous as fox can only be created by something as not real and ridiculous as Fox News, which means fox is a real and ridiculous condition that comes from really watching news that is really ridiculously not
4: real. Further complicating things is the question of what responsibility Fox News and other right-wing media and political leaders actually do have for their promotion of the big lie that led to the January 6th insurrection.
6: Fox News is questioning Pirro here. The election was stolen by the radical left using communist voting machines and hordes of dead illegal aliens. And I mean aliens from outer space, because space aliens are even more worse than the brown people, because green is scarier than brown, and beep-bop-boop-boop, bop bop is an even scarier language than Spanish.
4: It is, after all, undeniable that the majority of the insurrectionists did actually believe the lies that were repeated over and over again by right-wing media.
6: We must destroy the socialist communist walk from walks before Jesus is replaced by Nanu Nanu and America becomes controlled by the Venezuelan version of that weird planet from Scientology.
3: Everything she's saying makes perfect sense or my name's
4: not Anthony Antonio. So the question is, Can a person who believed false information be held responsible for taking what they believed was reasonable action based on what they believed unreasonably believed was true?
3: My client is the real victim, besides all of the real victims, because the real victims wouldn't be victims of my client if my client wasn't first a victim.
4: Or can a fake news network that bills itself as real news be liable for reporting fake news?
6: It may be a fake judge on a fake news network, but a real judge really ruled that Tucker Carlson cannot be liable for defamation because, quote, no reasonable person, end quote, would believe that he's really presenting factual information.
1: The
4: answer may lie in the case of Charles Manson, who not only convinced his followers to commit murder, but also convinced them to change their reasonable names to ridiculous names.
5: Hello? I'm Squeaky From. Why would you do that to yourself? Because Charlie said so. Just like Charlie told us to kill the pigs, to stop the race war, so that Charlie would rule the world. But that's insane. Why would
4: you purposely change your name to Squeaky?
5: Not the point. The point is that all the members of the Manson family who participated in the murders went to jail, but so did Charlie even though charlie didn't participate thus proving that you can punish both the people who commit violence and the people who inspire the violence Shit!
4: for barely audible whisper i'm Stephen s stevenson son of samson and stephanie stevenson saying that foxitis is as real as it is made up and ridiculous sounding mm-hmm.
0: Members of the Love Has One cult in Colorado have been arrested for abuse of a corpse and child abuse when the mummified body of their leader, Amy Carlson, aka Mother God, was found.
1: I- I'm sorry, I need to digest that in smaller bites.
0: Members of the Love Has One cult in Colorado.
1: The cult is named Love Has One?
0: Yes have been arrested for abuse of a corpse and child abuse...
1: I really hate those words being next to each other.
0: ...when the mummified body of their leader... Mummified? Mummified body of their leader, Amy Carlson, a.k.a. Mother God... She calls herself Mother God. ...was found decorated with glitter and Christmas lights. What? That's the story. We obtained audio from the arresting officer's body cam. Police!
5: Yes! Officer! What can love has one do for you?
2: Yeah, I have a report from a man who says you have his two-year-old here.
5: He's here because he's supposed to be here.
2: Well, his father feels differently. What's that smell?
5: I don't notice a smell. Do you, Ryan?
2: I don't notice a smell. Ma'am... Sir, I'm an officer in a county with two people per square mile. When someone dies, it can be a while before anyone finds them. So I know that smell. I need to enter the house. Please, come in. Jesus Christ, what is that? You're more right than you know.
5: She used to be Jesus Christ.
2: I'd say that explains why she's wrapped in Christmas lights, except that it totally doesn't. And is that... glitter?
7: Mm, yeah. They made me give them my glitter so they could decorate Mother God. How old are you? I'm 13.
2: Will you give me a moment? Nobody leave this house. Sheriff, this is Officer Shockley requesting backup and clarification. Hold on. If a group of people is keeping two children in a house with a mummified corpse, that's gotta be some kind of a crime, right? Please repeat that. A mummified corpse in a house with two kids. Please tell me that's a crime.
3: Gonna have to get back to you on that one, Shockley.
2: All right, folks, would you mind telling me more about who she is and why she's here like this? (laughs) Mother God has
4: descended to the fifth dimension and we are dedicated to preserving her remains.
2: Does she have a name other than Mother God? Leah. Just Leah? Any last name? Carlson. Leah Carlson.
5: Amy Carlson.
2: You said her name was Leah.
5: She had lots of names, but we mostly called her mom.
2: Was she related to you?
5: She is related to all things. But no, not biologically related.
2: And what was that... You were saying about Jesus?
4: She's been reincarnated five hundred and thirty-four times.
2: One of those was Jesus Christ.
7: Another was Marilyn Monroe. Yeah.
2: Alrighty. I feel like I should offer you all the opportunity to stop
4: speaking. She is Mother Earth. She's Jesus Christ. She is Marilyn Monroe. She's the child of Donald Trump. She's all things and many more.
2: Her father is Trump.
5: That's what she told us.
2: So, you think she's already been reincarnated a 535th time? I don't know. I feel like she really nailed it with the founding of this tiny cult
4: in rural Colorado. Her work here might be done.
5: Hey, maybe she'll come back in a starship. Oh, let's go with that.
4: That's the only thing we believe now. Ooh boy. I'm way out of my element here. How did she die? Her body couldn't sustain her magnificence.
5: She's been sick a long time, and that's why we went to Hawaii.
4: But we had to come back because they were offended when she said that she was the goddess
2: Pele. I can't imagine how they'd find that offensive. Right? So, she died on her own, right there?
7: Oh, no, no, no. She died in California, and they brought her back here.
2: Be back in a moment. Sheriff. How about transporting a dead body across state lines, is that something?
3: So, it sounds like we could get them on child abuse and abuse of a corpse.
2: That's a thing? Evidently. Great. Send everyone, sounds like we've got a cult here. There's probably more of them. Already on the way. Well folks, you're under arrest for child abuse and abuse of a corpse, which, thank the actual god, is a thing and for the sake of my own sanity because i can't unhear anything you've said so far i'd really like you all to exercise your right to remain silent
4: want a glass of silver while you're
5: waiting (laughs) holy (laughs) fuck jolies
0: Disgraced Congressman and accused pedophile Matt Gates has teamed up with insane Congresswoman and Q conspiracy theorist Marjorie Taylor Greene to go on a nationwide tour.
1: Barely audible whisper presents highlights of Batshit Palooza.
2: I'm Matt Gates, and if your age is larger than the measurement of my forehead, then I'm not interested.
7: I'm Marjorie Taylor Greene, and the only thing bigger than my AK-47 is Matt Gaetz's forehead.
2: I may be a wanted man.
7: And speaking of things we shouldn't be proud of, I'd like to thank Congress for removing me from all of my committee assignments. So I have the free time to scream my crazy shit to maskless crowds of unvaccinated old people.
2: I just want to say that I support the greatest president in the history of presidents, President Trump, whose great presidential leadership only got 500,000 Americans killed by a hoax.
7: Without Trump, the Jewish space laser would have killed us all. But unlike Biden, who the Jewish space laser isn't afraid of, the Jewish space laser was too afraid of Trump to kill us, which is why it's a good thing that Trump is still secretly president and the Jewish space laser knows it.
2: Just like Trump, I am also being unfairly prosecuted for the crimes I've committed. But unlike Trump, I'm probably going to go to jail, which is why I'm desperately clinging to Trump in the hope that some of Trump's Teflon ability to avoid consequences rubs off on me like a 17-year-old girl I paid to rub off on me. I mean the deep state.
7: And speaking of not knowing when to shut up, I hate transgendered people.
2: And I hate the cancel culture that tries to cancel toy potatoes with penises and everything else they disagree with.
7: And I hate Liz Cheney.
2: Let's cancel her.
7: We can only avoid being silenced by those who disagree with us by silencing those whomst we disagree with.
2: That's science.
7: Which we hate because we don't understand it, which is why we only appeal to it when we're wrong about it.
2: The deep state fake science may claim that you can build a credible sex trafficking case around verifiable evidence.
7: Or that the Jewish space laser is actually Methodist.
2: But we know the real truth.
7: The Methodists lost control of the space laser on 9 11, which was a Jewish plot to distract the Episcopalians into thinking that it was the Seventh day Adventists' turn to use the space laser so the Jews could steal it while everyone was busy hating on them Muslims, who we should still hate because they also have a space laser, which stole all of the Trump boats.
2: Please don't let them send me to prison.
7: The same liberals who want to destroy law and order also want to enforce it.
2: Which is it, Democrats? Do you want the police to stop shooting all of the black people? Or do you want sex trafficking pedophiles to go to prison?
7: If you're so sure that the election wasn't stolen, then why won't you let us steal it?
2: Libs. Owned. Drop the mic.
7: Ow! I didn't drop my gun while dropping the mic and I just shot myself in the foot.
2: Literally shooting ourselves in the foot to own the libs. I'm Matt Gates, and I'm just awful.
0: In an effort to bolster legislation that would require Tennessee schools to teach a more positive spin on American history, including what proponents call a, quote, balanced approach to teaching about slavery,
5: on the one hand, black people were kidnapped, brutalized, bred in captivity, and forced to perform backbreaking labor. But on the other hand,
1: cheap cotton.
0: A Republican Tennessee legislator argued in favor of the infamous Three-Fifths Compromise.
1: This historically inaccurate defense of the section of the Constitution that counted black people as three-fifths of a human being claims falsely that the Compromise limited the political influence of slaveholders and therefore should be praised for ultimately ending slavery 80 years later.
5: So, if you think about it, without actual thinking about it, three-fifths is more than half, which is pretty good, because then they only needed... Two more
0: fifths to equal one. Here to put this racist day historical disgrace in its proper historical context is Barely Audible Whisper's own Harvard history professor, so pretentious he insists on being called Dr. Professor. The
2: three-fifths compromise is evil, inhumane, and racist because it legally quantified black people As three fifths of a human being.
0: Please continue.
2: That's the entire relevant context.
1: Shouldn't you address the historical inaccuracies of the argument? No.
0: Dr. Professor is usually willing to go on and on and on about any subject, but apparently...
1: Addressing
2: the dubious inaccuracies of the idiotic and factually deficient notion that the Three-Fifths Compromise limited the power of slaveholders... There it is. ...when in fact it was specifically designed to artificially add legislative power to their underpopulated states or engaging in the hypothetical claptrap which suggests that somehow tolerating slavery led to its hastened demise only serves to amplify the dubious lie that minimizes the dehumanizing evil.
0: Aren't you inadvertently engaging in the very debate you refused to engage in by explaining why you're refusing to engage in it? Well,
2: shit. The dumb bastards tricked me into validating their invalid arguments by explaining their invalidity.
1: So, how do we counter the-
2: Historically, truly offensive liars have managed to spread their truly offensive lies- Here we go again. By telling lies so offensive they must be discredited. Ironically, however, the act of discrediting them often amplifies them, which serves to grow their influence.
1: So the best way to minimalize a lie as egregious as defending the Three-Fifths Compromise is to simply put it in the simplest historical context?
2: The Three-Fifths Compromise was evil because it treated black people as three-fifths of a human being.
0: That's actually a powerful way
2: to- This is not only mathematically incorrect, but raises moral issues with regard to the human philosophy of mathematics and
1: legalism. The only way to shut him up is to cut to a sketch that makes fun of the sanitized, whitewashed crap that they want us to teach in Tennessee.
5: So you see, class, while slavery was certainly inconvenient for the slaves, some of whom were not treated as badly as others, it eventually was abolished, so (laughs) congratulations, America! Um. Just
7: to be clear, slavery was definitely wrong? Obviously.
5: So, then America was wrong for having slavery? No, America was right for eventually abolishing slavery.
7: But we did have slavery. And slavery was wrong?
5: Yes, but... Our founders in their infinite wisdom and bravery knew that slavery was necessary to not make slave owners mad. So they created a system whereby eventually 80 years later, slavery would be abolished by a civil war that killed hundreds of thousands of people.
7: But wouldn't it have been easier to abolish
5: slavery at the beginning? It certainly would have been more moral. No, because we came up with this thing called the three-fifths compromise, which brilliantly invented a fraction for how much of a human being a human being is. that's fucked up no because by declaring black people as three-fifths of human beings it paved the way for them to gain the additional two-fifths in 80 years as the result of hundreds of thousands
1: of deaths it's even more fucked up no usa 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 uh
7: it seems like at some point in our history, we have to be honest about our history. And perhaps that point
4: is is now.
5: But we have to put slavery into its
1: historical context. Oh, hmm? oh that's easy. Hmm. Slavery was evil, end of discussion. Oh, no,
0: Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper Starring writer, co-host, and producer Dave Baldwin Co-host Molly Baldwin Writer and actor Daniel Carter-Brown Actors Emily Sams-Brown Allie Glonick, Tommy Strack Michael Morgan And Robin Ward Please check out BarelyAudibleWhisper.com Where you can subscribe to us Or subscribe to us wherever you subscribe to our podcasts We appreciate your support No, I am like 100% potty
1: trained ever since I quit drinking. In loving memory of Corey Burns. Hubris!